Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And we're glad you guys have joined us for this Motivational Monday. Now with our new system, Marcus, I get to ask you first. What's true. Mo- <laughs> what's motivating you today? Uh, motivating me today is kind of getting back to the groove of things. Uh, no, I was on vacation for two weeks, which was great, but kind of getting back to life yeah. was was kind of I was kind of excited to get back. And uh, now that we're in our new building, I'm able to do a lot more stuff with our youth, uh, our new youth building or Fellowship Hall, whatever people are going to yeah. call it. Building B. Yeah, Building B, <laughs> Building Bravo. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to kind of start working on that and get it ready for our fall kickoff. Yeah. I am being motivated that I have vacation coming up here. In a couple of weeks, you know, been there. Yeah. And really, like you said, it's just sort of things are starting to mellow out, at least for the time being. Yeah. Now we have ideas of when we think the youth and children's department is going to start back up. We're not going to advertise that right now because it's still very tentative. Yeah. You know, we, we've written it down and that's our plan, but who knows what the next month holds, you know? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and so I'm just sort of glad things are mellowed for right now. As of right now, at the beginning of July, we're recording this on July 2nd. So in case come Monday, things have completely changed. <laughs> There's been no major things that's happened in July so far. That's like, so, oh, so murder far. hornets, dust, dust storms, you know, yeah, COVID. <laughs> COVID. So far, July hasn't had anything major. But who knows? Come, you know, the 4th of July, it could be Independence Day that happened, alien invasion. And <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith, you know, yeah. back in his 20-year-old yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just sort of glad things are starting to mellow out a little bit. I know COVID cases are rising and things are starting to potentially shut back down and blah, blah, blah. But yep. that's just sort of life now. Like, I know this might sound terrible, but like COVID doesn't really scare me anymore. Not that it really scared me to start off with, but it's like, it's it's been around now for five months. It's Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been around five, five months. It still hasn't killed as much people yeah. as the flu. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, it is what it is, you know? And so, yeah. That's what's motivating me. Just normalness. Normalness. <laughs> Somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's still a different, a different weird normal. It, oh, a, yeah. But it's better normal than it was in April. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, but <laughs> Well, shall we get into it? We shall. We are in Mark chapter 7, verses 24 through 37. And so Jesus and his disciples have got up and they've left and they've entered into a new region. Um, and as they entered, uh, they entered into a house and they didn't want anyone to know that they were there. They wanted to remain hidden, but people found out, you know, you can't hide Jesus. Don't put Jesus in a box. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like it's a sermon just doesn't tie to this situation. (laughs) Not really. No, but a woman came with her daughter and falls down at the feet of Jesus, asking for him to heal her daughter, because her daughter um, has a demon in her. And now this woman is a Gentile. Um, she is not a Jew. And Jesus goes to, well, shouldn't the children be fed first? Because it's not right to take children from or food from the children and give it to the dog. Now, he's not calling this woman a dog, you know, but he's just playing this picture that he came for the Jewish people. The Gentiles was not his primary pur- purpose, but... You know, he should be taking care of the Jews first. And this woman was like, oh, well, you know, how dare you, Jesus? You know, but she had this conversation with him and was like, well, even there's crumbs that fall to the dogs. You yeah. know, the dog still gets something. Yeah. And he's like, your faith, you know, your statement is amazing. Um, your daughter is healed and sent her away, you know, but just shows the faith here. Yeah. And I mean. And these two women, 
um, are in a Gentile region, um, yeah. which are not the best um, in a sense. But Jesus did not avoid this region, no, um, as and or and its people as other Jews uh, did, um, and we can easily fall into avoiding or being uncomfortable with um, or around certain people because of cultural differences, different looks, different social statuses, whatever oh, yeah. it might be. Um, but the thing that's pretty amazing here is the fact that this woman chose to come to Jesus yeah. um, in spite of her background, in spite of where she comes from. Um, and um, I mean, just think how many times do we use our background or our circumstances as an excuse to not take our problems to Jesus? Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot. And which is stupid. And we're all stupid in that sense. Um, but at the same time, like this woman was like, I know who Jesus is. I've heard of him. I know what he can do. I think he can help me. Yeah. I'm going to go to him instead. Instead, we, we know who Jesus is. We know what he can do. We've seen proof and we're like, Oh, I'm not going to take it to Jesus. I don't know Jesus. I think I'm going to try doing it myself. I think I think I got this. I don't need you this time. How stupid are we? Right? <laughs> like we have God. Yeah. Like why would we not go to him with just anything? Like we we get frustrated when our kids come to us with every small thing. We're like, you can handle this by yourself. You don't have to come to me. God's not like that. God's like, I want you to come to me all the time. Yeah. You know, hey, you have a problem, come and talk to me. Hey, your shoelace is untied, come and talk to me. Hey, you just want to talk to me? Come, Come and talk, talk to, to me. me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> let's just talk. It's just like God wants us to have that relationship. But so many times we feel like, well, I don't know. God's really busy. I mean, he's God. I, I, I don't know if I want to bother him with this problem. Yeah. No. Like, he is a good, good father. I'm going to tell you what, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a secret. It's not really a secret. God is good and loves us no matter what. Right. Go to right. him. Go to him. Like, it's just, it's that easy. Yeah. And. This is what the story is. Like, Jesus, I think Jesus here was just testing this woman's faith. You yeah. know, just to see, hey, if you get a little pushback, are you like, but how, how, I don't want to say shallow, but like, how committed are you? Yeah. You know? Because at the end of the day, we, we need to have a humble, faith filled submission to Jesus because that is what's going to bring victory in our lives. Yes. Um, nothing outside of that is going to be worth it is going to appeal to us. No. Um, you know, and it's this passage or this commentary here says, um, nothing appealed to our blessed Lord more than faith coupled with humility. Um, and, uh, and that's so true because, um, this woman showed, um, a lot of things that, uh, were good, you know, she chose, she was humble. She was full of faith. She was fervent. Um, she was respectful. I mean, listen, go yeah. on with what, um, what she has done, but she was relying only on the mercy of God. Yes. Um, and yet we know that he does that. We know that he cares for us. We have a Bible that has a lot of books and a lot of pages in it with a lot of words that tell us exactly what who God is, what oh, he yeah. can do and what he has done. And yet we are so self-centered that it's, Oh, I got this. It makes no sense. The human condition makes no sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, and yeah. Because, uh, I mean, he, like, this guy's, uh, this guy, this God 
is saying even the lowest of low deserves my love. Yes. Even the lowest of low, even the craziest circumstance come to me. Come, yeah. And yet we're like, uh, I think this guy will, will know better. Yeah. Eh, I got this. I got this. And now we are all human. We are not Speak perfect. yourself. What are you then? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what did you learn on the podcast today? Apparently Josh is not human. I don't know what he is, but. I'm the centaur with the top half of the horse and the bottom half. <laughs> right? If you're listening to the podcast and you have no idea what we're talking about, that was on our Facebook Live. That was live. on our Facebook Live. <laughs> so, um, but uh, uh, we, uh, we live in a world where we think we have to be perfect to go to God. We think we yes. have to be fixed before we, we go to him. But God wants our problems. Yes. God needs, not, not needs our problems, but he needs and wants to help us. Yes. But he needs us to come to him. Yes. It's like Gary said uh, on Sunday, you know, God is here. For, like we need to go to him. Yep. We like, we, we cannot go through this alone. No, we cannot go through this without God. We need God. Yep. But even on the flip side of this, we live in a world where there are different cultures. We live in a world that are different backgrounds, different social statuses, oh, different yeah. uh, ways of thinking, ways of talking, ways of doing things. But that should never be an excuse to not love somebody. No. That should be never no. an excuse to shun somebody or treat them any differently. Yes. I mean, when I first got saved, now mind you, I was a junior in high school. Um, about after my senior year of high school, I started working with Child Evangelism Fellowship. You know, I did mission work with them. And we went into a lot of inner city projects. Like yeah. we would see drug deals going on while we we're teaching kids about the Bible. Nice. You know, and I'll say the, like the first time I went there, I was like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> but then it's like, and I mean, shame on me for thinking that to start off with, but then I started learning, like, they're just people like, yeah, yeah they might not have the same stuff I have, but they're, they need God just as much as anybody else yep and it really prepared me just for ministry in general because or life in general because we look at what's going on through the world right now and we talked about this a lot on our last episode so we're not going to get into it again right now yeah but everybody needs god yep and as the church as the body of believers as christians it's our opportunity to show that love to everybody yeah no matter what's going on if at any point in time you do not share the gospel with somebody because of their background because of their their looks because of their actions because of where they come from because of their social status or because they're just different than you oh man then you are not a follower of jesus christ yeah and i, and I know that's harsh but it is facts yeah because at the end of the day jesus is the ultimate example of loving all um all cultures all backgrounds and loving those that are different than us and if you can't do that then you don't know jesus you don't know oh, the yeah. jesus that i know no hey and if that's you I'm just going to go and blow your mind right now. Jesus wasn't white. <laughs> right? But I mean, yeah, it's exactly. Or he was just, maybe he's just got his tan on. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine somebody's mindset of calling themselves a Christian and being like, well, I'm not going to share the gospel with them because they're a different color than me. Yeah. Like, or I'm not going to, even, we'll take it a step further. I'm not going to show them respect yeah. because they're different. Yeah. Like that, that's never right. That's, that's no. never okay. No. And like, it's the whole thing of Jesus loves us 
And who gives you the right to say this person does not deserve the gospel? Yeah. Because you are not God. Nor will you ever be a God. No. And you will not be a good God if you were, I'm which is even, why you're not I, God. I'm not going to talk about joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but like, when you say this person doesn't deserve the Bible or deserve the gospel to hear the good news, what you are saying, they deserve to go to hell. Exactly. Yeah. They deserve to die and never meet Jesus. Yeah. And if that is you, you are wrong and you need to change. Yes. And if that's you and you don't want to change that, you need to unsubscribe from our podcast because that's not right. No. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we are to go and make disciples, go and love all nations, go and share the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the world. Yes. And if we are not doing that, we are exactly the opposite of what Jesus called us to do. Yes. And, he, and this, this passage right here is exactly what we're talking about. These women came to Jesus to get a demon out, of, which is not the most like, it's not a pleasant conversation, right? <laughs> and, uh, but Jesus says, I've got you. Yeah. He doesn't say that exactly. But right. He's like, I got you. I mean, how humble do you need to be to say that was a pretty horrible situation, but like, I can't go to him because my car is broken down and I have no way to get to work. Right. But I, I'll, I'll fix it myself. I'll, I won't pray to God or I'm going through uh, a relationship issue. I'm going through this. I'm going through that, but I don't want to take it to God because oh, yeah. he doesn't need to hear my problems. Well, this, well, two weekends ago now, uh, our one of our our windows in our van stopped working. That yeah. came out the road, like, and I started looking. I was like, "Well, to get it fixed, or I take it to a shop, it's going to be about three hundred dollars." And I was like, "Well, I think I could do this myself." There's a lot of prayer going on through that. Because <laughs> in case you do not know, I'm not a very mechanical person. You know, what? I know, but I did it with hey, God's help because there you go. <laughs> there's a lot of it. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work, but we're just going to go with it. But yeah, like we should be praying in every situation. Yep. Every situation. And and God does not care if you're rich or poor, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Anything else. Smart, <laughs> fat, skinny. Half hair, doesn't have popular, hair. Popular, not popular, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Or say, he is interested in the lowest of low and the highest of highs. Yes. And he is interested in what you're going through, what you're not going through, what your problems are, what your worries are, what your loves are, what you're happy about. He's interested in all of that. Yep. Not just what's good. He wants to hear the good. He wants to hear the bad. He wants to hear the ugly. Yeah. Go to him for your needs. Yeah. Well, let's get to our second story here. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a little bit longer episode, and that's all right. It's okay. <laughs> um, so he moves on to Decapolis, um, and there's a deaf man who has a speech impediment that comes to him. And his friends, the friends of this guy, beg Jesus to lay his hands on him and heal him. And Jesus takes him out of the city. Now, Jesus does heal him. Um, he touches him, um, tells him to open his eyes, and the guy's like, well, he, Jesus asks him, hey, you know, or doesn't touch him. He speaks. He just says, be open, yeah. and asks him, you know, and his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Jesus asked him about his eyesight. He said it was blurry, um, and no, that was just, that's later on. Sorry, that's the blind man. But tells him <laughs> to open and opens up his tongue and his ears. He's able to hear and see. Why do you think Jesus took him outside the city to do this? Uh, I don't know. I never thought of that. Like I was reading this, and I was like, "Why?" Because it says in verse thirty-three, and taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers on his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. You know, it's like, why did they do this privately? Because Jesus done a lot of other stuff open. Like, 
it's just one of those things like, I wonder why this is. And I wonder if it's, you know, there's a lot of speculation, you know, doubters in that crowd. If they didn't want, if he didn't want the first thing this guy to hear was people questioning, you know. So here's what this commentary says. Jesus used a curious manner in healing this man. Throughout his ministry, Jesus used many different ways of healing. He healed with a word, healed without a word, healed in response to one's faith, healed in response to the faith of another, healed those who asked and healed those he approached. Jesus didn't want to be tied down to any one method to show his power was not dependent on any, any method, but on the sovereignty of God, the power of God. Many people cared about this man, and perhaps many had prayed for his healing, but no one ever struck their fingers in his ear and spit on his tongue like this, <laughs> which would be weird <laughs> if they did. But uh, Jesus did something completely new to catch this man's attention because he could not catch his attention with words. Uh, through touch and the use of sp- spittle, 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 uh, uh, Jesus entered into the mental world of the man and gained his confidence. Undoubtedly, Jesus knew there was something special in this in the, in his manner that would minister to this man. He adopts adapts his method to a peculiar circumstance of the need of the one uh, whom he was healing or in dealing with. I am quite convinced that if he could perfectly know these me- these men. We sh- should discover the reason for the method, um, but in each case, Christ adopted adapted himself to the need of the man. Um, but it doesn't really explain why he put him took him aside. Yeah. Um, but I, maybe it was because putting your ears in a, in a person's ear was weird, and he didn't want to. I don't know. That's, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I would think. But yeah, I mean, just a, a cool story that. Yeah, I think this is a very unique Mark story. I don't remember reading about it in the other Gospels off the yeah. top of my head. But it's just, like you said, it's cool to see the different ways Jesus did healing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I believe you're up. I got the prayer request. Yeah. Today's prayer request is pray for Hungary and pray that many Bible school students here from the Central uh, Europe will become leaders at home. There you go. And then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the custom, coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, did we mention they provide the world's softest prints and the world's softest tees? Go say hi to Carl on sundaycool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then today's life step. Perhaps you feel like an inferior person who is unworthy of the Lord's attention to your problems. Just remember, the Lord leaves ajar the door of hope for you too. If you will put your faith in Jesus, then he is quite willing and able to to cast a few scraps under the table to meet your needs. Take a minute and write out a, a write out a request to him for help. Well, we are glad you guys have joined us for this Motivational Monday. I've been Josh. I've been Marcus. Booyah. Booyah.